0: are purple, lupins are two, buttercups are yellow, and the sky is blue. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. I start meaningfully seeking signs of spring in February when bright blue days reflected by white snow remind me, for a fleeting moment, of lazy moments on ocean beaches with a different kind of blue and brightness all around. I listen for the increasing calls of barred and great horned owls. I sniff for red fox musk, and I watch for newly hatched stoneflies crawling on the snow near fresh waterways. In February, March, and even April, the arrival of spring feels like a slog up a steep mountain, plodding doggedly one step and sign at a time. But then there's that moment in mid-May, when suddenly the apple trees join the shadbush in blooming, and tiny insect-eating warblers clad in colors we never see in the winter flip from branch to branch and blossom to blossom, singing their complex songs. The overwhelming arrival of so many signs of spring at once in late May means we start to miss things and often stop observing as closely as the increasing busyness of the season focuses our attentions elsewhere. Blooming yellow buttercups at this point in the season, however, serve as my reminder to slow down for a moment and absorb the depth of beauty all around us. Buttercups are familiar to most people with their distinctive shiny five petals. That flashy luster helps reflect sunlight to warm up the reproductive parts of the flower, which are held above the yellow petals. Warmer stamens both attract more pollinators and increase the chance of fertilization. Buttercups are members of the Ranunculaceae family, which also includes columbines, monkshood, delphiniums, hellebore, goldthread, and clematis, among others. This particular plant family contains some toxic qualities to animals, including humans. Livestock without other grazing options have gotten quite sick from ingesting too many buttercups, and even the sap can cause blistering, so knowing the visual characteristics of the buttercup family is useful to ensure you don't get too brazen with any wild foraging pursuits. One important quality of the buttercup, however, is their ability to help you determine, by holding a flower beneath a person's chin, whether someone likes butter. As I have never met a single person who does not like butter, or perhaps its vegan equivalent, I can't say for certain the truth of this folklore, but that shiny quality of the petals does reflect its color onto some skin tones quite nicely. On a beautiful sunny morning a year ago, in a rare moment of calm in the relatively early days of the pandemic, I found myself alone and staring out the window with my camera nearby. The lupins were in their full glory, so I decided to head outside to try to get a reasonable photo of them. Quickly realizing that capturing their abundance of beauty was impossible, I turned to the simpler flowers of Buttercup for inspiration and was in awe of the contrast between their yellow flowers and the nearby purple blossoms of red clover. I was reminded of that exact color combination that appears between goldenrods and New England asters in late summer and thought that there must be something special going on between yellow and purple. Later that evening, I happened to open my copy of Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Kimmerer and learned that she had once wondered the same thing. Yellow and purple are reciprocal colors, not only attractive to the human eye, but attractive to more pollinators than either color would attract alone. Friends helping friends. So the next time you're outside, don't forget to stop and focus on the beauty of just one or two of our nature neighbors. While there is a lot going on out there and in our lives, There is so much to learn from a field of yellow buttercups and red clovers contributing to the success of the plant community, not just a single species, with their complementary contributions. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question or observation that you want us to cover in our show? Let us know! Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) Shh. <laughs>